Let's open our Bibles to Psalm 130. Psalm 130 is short, and our psalmist is crying out to the Lord at the consciousness of his own sinfulness and begging Him for mercy, and he finds that mercy. And so we want to find it as well through this psalm. Let's rise together and read Psalm 130 in unison. Together. Out of the depths have I cried unto Thee, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let Thine ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. If Thou, Lord, shouldest mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? But there is forgiveness with Thee, that Thou mayest be feared. I wait for the Lord. My soul doth wait, and in His word do I hope. My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. I say, more than they that watch for the morning. Let Israel hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is mercy, and with Him is plenteous redemption. And He shall redeem Israel from all His iniquities. Amen and Amen. You may be seated. The depths, the depths, the deep sea, the deep water that David felt that he was in are not the fear of his enemy in this particular psalm, but they are the consciousness of his sins, as you can tell by reading the whole psalm. And he just tells us, if it's David that penned this one, it doesn't matter. The heart of man answereth to man, and regardless of who wrote it, here is a regenerated, born-again child of God in the depths of the consciousness and guilt that he knows he's under without plenteous redemption. Out of the depths have I cried unto thee, O Lord. He's still crying. When we have the verb combination of have I cried, that's a perfect tense. He's still crying because he says in verse 2, Lord, hear my voice. I'm still crying. Let thine ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. When you go to the Lord seeking to have your sins confessed, seeking to repent, seeking to enter into His holy place, you should be going with supplication and begging Him to be attentive to your cry. And you should be crying. And you should keep up your crying until He comes with mercy by His Spirit to grant you that full assurance of your forgiveness. He knows that the God He's crying to is holy. Because that's verse 3. If thou, Lord, shouldest mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? Can you hide your iniquities from the Lord? Can you talk your way out of your iniquities with the Lord? Can you excuse them? No. How about the ones that no one else has seen? Does he see them? He sees them all. If thou, Lord, shouldest mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? If God were only holy, if He were only just, if He were only righteous, 
we have no hope. But He is also merciful. And in His mercy there is forgiveness. And that forgiveness is purchased at a great price, the price of His only begotten Son. Otherwise, there would be no mercy. Because He cannot acquit or clear guilty sinners. If thou, Lord, shouldest mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? This will be a theme we're going to come back to today. Because I want to tell you, we shall all appear to stand before the judgment seat of Jesus Christ. We shall stand. And if He marks our iniquities from the books of works that are brought forth in that day, no man can stand. We shall all be condemned. But thanks be to God, which should be the greatest cause of thanksgiving and joy in our lives, there is another book that shall be opened, and it is the book of life. If he were to mark iniquities, not one of us can stand. But, in light of that holiness of verse 3, but there is forgiveness with thee that thou mayest be feared. Now that's a strange verse. You would think that true fear would result from there not being forgiveness. But the fear that's under consideration in verse 4 of Psalm 130 is that godly fear, that reverence, that desire to please and not to offend God. This is not the slavish fear that someone would have of a God or a ruler or a creator that was purely just and holy. If he was purely just and holy, we would not have the same kind of fear that we do because of his mercy. Because of his forgiveness, it changes our fear from the slavish fear of knowing there is no hope to the godly fear of knowing there is hope and there is mercy and there is forgiveness. And because of that, nature of God that is holy and merciful through the Lord Jesus Christ. Without the Lord Jesus Christ, there is no mercy. Our mercy was purchased at great price from the holy and just nature of God. But there is forgiveness with thee that thou mayest be feared. Because there is hope in finding forgiveness with God, in finding mercy with God, in being forgiven, it causes us to fear Him in a way that we want to please Him and serve Him because there's hope for such actions. There's hope for the confession of sin. If there was not forgiveness, there would be no hope. And we wouldn't have that same fear toward Him. It'd be a different, it'd be a hopeless fear. All men are going to fear in the day they face the Lord Jesus Christ. Many of them will have a hopeless fear that the devils have. The devil's fear was, we know thee who thou art. Thou art the Holy One of God. Art thou come to torment us before our time? It didn't bring about a change in them so that they did not want to offend the Lord. But there's forgiveness with the Lord. There's forgiveness with thee. We can go and cry unto Him and supplicate Him and beg Him for mercy and He will forgive us our sins and, what does the Bible say? Cleanse us. How much? Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. There is forgiveness with thee that thou mayest be feared. I thank God that He's revealed to us Himself that not only is He holy and righteous and just, but He is merciful, kind, and forgiving through Jesus Christ our Lord. And He Himself designed the payment for our sins so that He could be and could show us mercy, forgiveness, and kindness. 
Verse 5, I wait for the Lord. My soul doth wait, and in His Word do I hope. I'm waiting for Him daily to forgive me my sins, to cleanse me from all unrighteousness, and restore that true faith and full assurance of faith in my heart. I'm waiting for the day in which He will own me perfectly righteous before His presence, that I can enter into heaven without sin at all laid to my charge. I wait for the Lord. My soul doth wait, and in His Word do I hope. He's given us promises. And so we live the life of faith by waiting for the things He has promised. His Word tells us what He has said. We read it, we believe it, and we wait on those promises. He does forgive in this world. He will forgive in the great day of judgment before the next world. How much did the psalmist wait? My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. I say more than they that watch for the morning. If you had the last watch, if it was your job to watch from 3 a.m. in the morning until 6 a.m., and you were fearful because of the darkness and because of piano wire slipping over your head and cutting your head off by an enemy, if you'll allow me a modern metaphor, you would want the morning to come. If you were fearful of the night, if you were waiting and in need of the day, you would be watching for it. You'd be watching that clock. You would be waiting for the Lord to bring the morning and to bring relief. But the relief here is greater than the morning. The benefit here is greater than being saved from a late watch in the night. The benefit is the Lord forgiving us our sins and delivering us from the depths of our guilt and shame before Him by His mercy and forgiveness. My soul waiteth upon the promises of God more than they wait for the morning that are afraid because of the darkness. Let Israel hope in the Lord, because that is where our forgiveness, mercy, and redemption is. For with the Lord there is mercy. That is what we hope for. Our God is not just holy, just, and righteous. He is merciful and forgiving, so we hope and we wait for that mercy and forgiveness. We confess our sins. We believe His promise. He is faithful and just to forgive us those sins. Let Israel, I the psalmist, hope in the Lord. Let the whole nation hope in the Lord. And I hope that we are saying that to each other as we read the psalm this morning. I believe these things. Let the whole congregation believe them. Let all of Israel hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is mercy. And with Him is plenteous redemption. There's not just a little bit. There's enough to cover your sins. There is hope in calling and crying and supplicating the Lord for your forgiveness. Plenteous redemption. Are you thankful? The Holy Spirit put that word in there. It's not just, and with Him is redemption. With Him is plenteous redemption. More than enough to cover all your sins. And brethren, you will need all your sins covered to stand before Jesus Christ. All your sins. If there's one sin found there not covered, it will be enough to cast your soul into the lake of fire for all of eternity. So we have the next verse. And he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. 
For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. You say for all what? For all the elect, for all their sins, for all time. Praise the Lord. And he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. If you're wondering how plenteous the redemption is in verse 7, it's plenty enough to redeem you from all your iniquities. If there is one not covered, we shall not stand. If thou, Lord, shouldest mark iniquities, who shall stand? We shall not stand. But I thank God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, that there is plenteous redemption with the Lord Jehovah, and he shall redeem elect Israel, obviously, from all their sins. May Jesus Christ be praised, and may we supplicate him in our hearts right now that he will forgive us all our sins and show us that plentiful redemption and grant us the fulfillment of that hope that we have for having sweet communion and fellowship with him because our sins are forgiven. He's accepted us. He loves us. He is our father and we are his children. He dwells with us. He stays with us and he will not lose one of us. Do you hope in the Lord this morning? Let all Israel hope in the Lord for there is plenteous redemption.